The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you're a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. Hey everybody, this is Ben. I'm the GM on Pink Fohawk. We are an actual play podcast where we play Shadowrun, second edition. Uh, this is an excerpt from episode 10 entitled whack a Molotov. We love our puns. I'm sorry about that. We're just going to apologize to you right now. There's many more to come. Um... Just a quick primer on sort of who everyone is and what we're doing. We have three player characters. The first is Tina Bone Meal, played by Dan, who is a nine and a half foot tall troll bruiser that really wants to be an actress, but she's not very good at it. And she's socially, incredibly socially awkward. She doesn't really pick up on social cues or anything like that. Um, so she's fun and she's a beast and great at cracking skulls, but she's also like just a kind of a teddy bear and, and always looking for a friend. And her best friend in the whole world right now is John Anderson, played by Christian, who is a human ex-company man, sort of an 80s yuppie-style douchebag asshole. Uh, he's in it for the money. He's very flashy. He used to work for the big megacorps, so he's sort of a big spender, but now he's on the outs and is scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of work and contacts, and which is why he's, kind of, he's stuck with Tina right now. Um, and also, the third character we have is Basil Stormgrog, played by Sarah, Basel, uh, he goes by Boz by his friends, but Boz is a dwarf widow who is super depressed, very angry. Uh, he was an ex-ganger. He had sort of a, a rough upbringing, and specifically, he sort of he grew up in the Undercity. So he's kind of an expert on uh, subterranean tunnels and stuff like that. He knows it like the back of his hand. And currently, the three of them are in Boz's Ford Aerostar van, uh, about to head down into some abandoned subway tunnels, which Boz knows will lead to the underground facility that they're trying to infiltrate. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you for your consideration. You're able to idle this van toward these. Uh, it's sort of like an old. I don't know if you guys are used to subways, but like mm -hmm. it's sort of like a big structure. It looks like kind of like a dome. And it's got a big archway in the front side of it. And it's all boarded up right now. Your van, you know, is pretty armored. It's like yeah, able to yeah. get through some pretty hefty shit if it needs to. Nice. It's going to make easy work of this wood. Like, you could get right through it. Just blast right through it. Yeah. This one's for you, Gail! And he just fucking guns it. <laughs> Roll me six dice. Your minivan skill. Okay. Specialization. Nice. <laughs> okay. We're going to do target number five. Okay. I got three fives. Fuck yeah. You just blast through this thing. You tear all the wood off. There's like a ring of it stuck around your van still, but you blast through this shit. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Immediately Fuck yeah. fly down a fucking whole a set of stairs, by the way. Like, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> it like drops off into like escalators yeah. that you guys are just fucking driving We're just down. Like, uh, we are dungeon diving now. <laughs> you're driving down these stairs. It's bumping everybody. All the wood just blasts off your fucking van as you're hitting, you're hitting this shit hard, but the van is holding up. I want like my cigarette ass just be like sparking like everywhere like <laughs> there's like fuzzy dice you level off and you, you screech to a halt because you see a couple of like husks of old ground cars like oh, all shit. crunched up and shit on the tracks and on the oh my god you nice. stop just before you hit this fucking car it stops on a dime tina spills some of her big gulp onto her t-shirt <laughs> onto john, <laughs> onto john. Uh, yeah yeah tina spills a little bit on john uh. <laughs> Everybody roll me perception. Target number four for everyone. Just an average. Okay. I have 
Three successes. I got one six. It's really dark down here. There's a fire, a giant bonfire sort of thing in the middle of the tracks. Tina and Boz both have, I think, thermographic vision. That's pretty mm-hmm. sick. Which mm-hmm. means you're able to see kind of some heat. Like the fire is kind of taking up a lot of your attention because it's obviously heat. But you yeah. kind of see some figures around. I do have low light goggles. Okay. So is you that... just got to flip these babies down. And, and Boz, you can see. Oh, shit. I also have low light goggles. You're able to see the. Do you see this huge fire? Yeah. And then you get the sense that there's some living creatures. You see like sort of blobs of heat sort of behind this fire. But it's kind of lost in the heat waves of this fire. You're not sure. Okay. Okay. But there's something back there. John and Boz, you're able to see tents people put up where they've been living. Okay. Little huts kind of thing up, mm-hmm. on, the, up on the platform. Mm-hmm. Boz, you can see that some of those figures are leaving the tents. Like the heat signatures are sort of coming out that of these tents. They're coming mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. They're coming out. Yeah. So what do you guys do? Tina opens the door to the Aerostar van, slides it back and kind of steps out slowly and the suspension kind of rises on the Aerostar as she relieves it of her weight, walks out a few feet to the side of the van, trying to observe a little bit more than she could see from inside. Boz is kind of holding tight. Like he knows something's obviously not right. Mm-hmm. I think John wants to move over here and just get some low cover. John's playing Shadowrun. He knows how important cover is. <laughs> Tina just goes, Boz, who's, who are these people? You know who those people are? I'm right here, Tina. Keep your voice down. Keep your voice down. Okay, sorry. I'm not sure who these guys are. Sorry, I'm sorry. Could be good, could be bad. That could help us. That could also fucking kill us. Could be bogeys, could be friendly. So, Boz is gonna... You getting out? Yeah. Okay. Could be bad. Oh, I'm loving this newcomer to D&D energy I'm getting here. She's terrified of this. Probably gonna die. Perfect. It's getting a little fucking tense. We're it okay. was good knowing Boz, everybody. <laughs> you know what he does? He, he he goes back before he gets out of the car. He grabs my warhammer, yep. tuck it in. But I have like a little satchel. I you know I throw a couple things in there. So uh, okay, okay, okay. You know what he's gonna do? He's just gonna go to the fucking fire because he also has some explosive stuff. Oh shit! Okay. So as Boz walks up to the fire, fucking bravely, she's just like, "Fuck yeah." She kind of slowly, quietly slips into the driver's seat. Okay. Yeah. Of the Aerostar. Nice. Yeah. So, Boz, as you kind of put on your sort of toughest walk, a little strut, you're kind of strutting up to this fire. And as you walk up, um, you see five figures come out of the shadows behind this fire. You see a dwarf. And he's sort of up front. He's kind of leading the pack. And he's wearing like track pants, like a soiled sweatshirt. And he's got a scar all the way across his face, over his nose, down to his cheek. Like he looks like he's been hit with something rough. Okay. Behind him and kind of close to him is an elf woman. The elf looks like she could be pretty, but she's been living in a fucking <laughs> subway for looks like maybe years. Underground. Seen daylight for a while. Just yeah. pale and yeah. Yeah, and she's in really baggy clothes. She looks strung out, but looks kind of crazy. Her eyes look kind of mm-hmm, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the left side of the fire comes an orc, and mm-hmm. he looks, two things are sticking out to you. The dwarf looks like, he looks like trouble because he looks like maybe he could talk his way out of something or talk you into something but also could maybe fuck you up. This orc looks like he only is good at one thing, and that's fucking shit up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did John and Tina see all of this as well? Yes. The dwarf looks at Boz and says, You either gotta be stupid (laughs) or the bravest motherfuckers I've ever seen coming down here. We've got no business with you, dwarf. I promise you that. Oh, you got no business with me? All we want to do is pass through. I see. Passing through is my business. We can pay you. Who do you work for? 
and he kind of it looks and laughs and the elf like <laughs> like tries to keep up with him and then the, the orc doesn't look just keeps snarling he's like I don't work for no one these work for me he's like this here and he's not going to introduce himself <laughs> hey here's my friends like a band he's like come over here let's all hang out there's some weed that's on the fire he's much cooler than me and he knows when to shut up and he stops talking because he's badass I want John to like cock his gun and get his internal smart link fired up. Okay. And Tina's just gonna like honks the horn. <laughs> Boz just fucking shakes his head. God damn it, Tina. Just so they know that Boz showed up with fucking yeah. muscle. He's not by himself. Nice. Yeah, I like it. Let me point out a, an important detail that you probably saw first. They all have tattoos of what looks like mole faces <laughs> on their faces. It's tattooed on. They're just, they're the Molotovs. 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 So you see some fucking like bottles. They got the little the oh, belt shit. And a couple yeah. bottles. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I know exactly who you are, little mole boy. If you don't want to get yourself killed, just let us pass through. Roll me street etiquette with target number seven. I have... Three sixes. Shit, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's fucking insane. Yeah. 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 That's insane. Yeah. Boom. Okay, fucking A. Hot dice. Hot ha. dice in here. Luck be a lady tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you're oozing undercity charm on this guy. Like something oh, yeah. about the way you're handling yourself. You're flipping right into it. I can't believe this is working. John was ready. Fully ready I know. for it. <laughs> he kind of laughs at your ear. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, dwarf. What's your name? What you go by? They call me balls. Bull. Big old balls, balls. Balls. Balls is <laughs> big balls, balls. They call me scuzz. This is Julie. Over there, that's Gulag. 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 <laughs> All right, balls. He doesn't know your name's Boz. All right, balls. balls. You can tell your friends to come out. Or we're not going to throw down just yet. Just yet. How about I just whistle? Nice. <laughs> Tina steps out of the uh, the driver's side door. Engine's still running. What's going on up there, boss? <laughs> you mean balls. You mean balls. <laughs> Can I do something? As she steps out of the driver's seat, she reaches back in the door and she pops the hood. Okay. And she's going to attempt to rip the hood off of the, uh, the Aerostar. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Roll me strength. Let's do this. Uh, strength of 10. Target number eight. Because it looks like just your ordinary Astro Star, but this motherfucker yeah, is reinforced. <laughs> I got 10 dice. Oh, I lost two of them. Any sixes? One six in the remaining. So I get to re-roll the one six, right? You're looking for a two. Looking for a two. Got a five. Oh, All right. Fuck yeah. It's definitely harder than you it's thought. It's harder than she thinks. And she like strains at first. She thinks it's going <laughs> to pop right off. But this Aerostar is fucking American built Ford. And like it, she strains a little bit. It does not look as fluid and cool as Tina was hoping. Like you first do it and then everyone can see her butt cheeks clench as she, like, this thing <laughs> resists. And then she like kind of tears it off like a tin can. It's like a rough tear. It's not along the seam. She takes that whole hood of that Aerostar and grabs it like a shield. Hell yeah. And she kind of saunters up next to Boz and just says, looks like you might need some help up here. <laughs> Boz, what's your reaction when you see this hood get ripped off your van? I'm I'm shaking my head. I'm just like, oh, fucking troll twat. She'll pay for that, but not right now. Not now. Not we got now. places to be. 
Gulag walks up to meet Tina. Okay. He's kind of the muscle, the, the orc, and he looks like he's about maybe like six feet tall. You still definitely tower over him. But I mean, he looks like he doesn't give a fuck. Like he looks like he would let you tear a limb off and he would still come at you. Okay. Yikes. He's not saying a word. And John's got like a reticule like beaded on all of these guys' heads. John's like yeah. wanting it to yeah. the chance. <laughs> okay. He's like, just fuck up. Just say one fucking word wrong and it's game time. <laughs> Are we moving ahead? What are we throwing down, Boz? Well, that depends. And he kind of looks at the other guys and... What'll it be, boys? You've seen my crew. You know what I can do. He looks at Boz. He looks at Tina. He definitely sees John back there. John's spotless, <laughs> but looks like he knows how to handle the gun he's holding. All right, I'm going to ignore the troll that has no respect for another man's vehicle. <laughs> I like you, dwarf. I like you. A thousand new yen. You can get past me. Oh. I've got a couple hot dogs in my satchel. How about that, Dorf? <laughs> and he looks like he's holding firm. I don't know. Boz doesn't want to pay. Tina says, 500. You get the fuck out of our way. <laughs> I think it's funny if Tina's like, 2,000. <laughs> she goes up. <laughs> 2,000 and we keep the hot dogs. <laughs> don't, don't give them our hot dogs, Boz. All right, you know what? Let's just call it, guys. Let's just get back in the car. We'll head out. We don't want to deal with these underground prairie dogs. <laughs> we're just like deal off. We're going back in the car. We're getting leave. back in the car, Dan. Wink, wink. First of all, Sarah, prairie dogs? <laughs> that is now canon, like a real insult in the undersea. <laughs> prairie dogs. <laughs> Tina goes, here's the boss. <laughs> And she's just kind of going to hold up her shield a little bit, her fucking Aerostar hood shield. Yeah. Provide a little cover for you if you go back to the Aerostar. So you're going back to the van, boss? Yeah. What are you doing, John? I think John's going to wait until they get into the van, and then he's going to leave his post and get into the van. Okay. We all kind of hunker back down. The Aerostar sliding door closes shut. As John comes in. Where's where's the hood? Does Tina bring it in with them? Tina kind of like rests it back <laughs> rests on it top of the engine because it can't fit in the car. So she kind of like puts it back on top. All right, boys and Tina, um, <laughs> let's buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. Tina just gulps. Yeah, Boz just where maybe the, the gas thing would be. There's just like a, a big red lever. Mm-hmm. Fucking pulls it. Out come the grenade launchers. Oh, yes! Oh. I didn't see that. I thought you were going to run them over. Let's use what we got, man. This is awesome. You're going to do the rocket launchers? Oh. Fuck yeah. Roast them. I love this. I, I assume the rocket launchers are just like you kind of point them where you want them to go and they mm -hmm. go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The only difference is... I have minivan mounted rocket launchers and anti-vehicle missiles. So the missiles are the ammunition in your rocket launchers. Oh, right, the right, missiles right, right. are like heat guided. You can like program them like computer wise to like go where they want to go. Yes, yes, that's true. You guys hear these servos fire up and the van is sort of like, like tremble. And you can see out the windows these massive fucking arms come out of the side of the van and these oh, just shit. huge anti-fucking vehicle rocket launchers come out. Shit. Boz, a little fucking, I don't think it's even like electric. It just kind of like spring flips out. <laughs> it flips out from your mirror and you can see what you're locking on to. That's awesome. Now, here's the deal. Because it, these are actually kind of programmed to hone in on vehicle emissions, mm. normally this would be a really bad idea. 
but there's a huge bonfire oh, shit. Yeah. signature that these yeah. missiles can just lock onto. So your reticule just literally just locks onto this bonfire. Yeah. John, Tina, mere seconds after your brain comprehends what just happened, the whole van just bucks. <laughs> and these fucking rockets just instantly just these huge, like, I mean, it's so smoky. It fills the whole fucking subway tunnel. These clouds, the entire fucking windshield. These two rockets fly over and hit this fucking bonfire. Sick. <laughs> What's the damage on these missiles? It's like, oh. Jesus Christ. 16 deadly. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to fucking do the math. Come on. Two missiles <laughs> meant to destroy vehicles like helicopters and shit. That's so crazy. <laughs> this bonfire, they're all sick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they thought you were leaving. <laughs> The whole, <laughs> the whole platform just disappears. Oh shit! She just blasted a fucking like pit about fucking like three feet deep, and there's just nothing there. <laughs> They're gone. There's just nobody. Gone. No bonfire. No tents. Nothing. No nothing. Cloth from the tents. Parts just raining down from the fucking ceiling. Jesus. Tina just looks over at John slowly. Fuck. Fire flickering, lighting up their faces, just questioning like. Who the fuck did we just get in the van with? I don't know, but I like it. John's smiling for the first time in a long time. <laughs> All right. You guys are able to drive safely around this pit you created. I picture Boz, too, just putting on the his cassette and having Celine Dion just like... But he, and he just drives right slowly around nice. the pit. <laughs> just like nothing happened, right? It's just yeah. super nonchalant. <laughs> Boz is sort of like slowly navigating these sort of tunnels in the van, like on these... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. It's like a very peaceful, serene drive. You pull up to a fork in the tunnel. Is the hood like still resting on there? No, that thing's fucking gone. It kind of like when that, when that blew up, the hood like shurikened up into the roof of the fucking subway yeah. tunnel. Yeah, you know where the facility is. Like you know, mm-hmm. literally, like where geographically it is. You're rolling up and you find a fork that's a little too narrow for your van. So we're gonna have to abandon the van. Yeah. Yep. I want this thing to lock up like the Batmobile. It should have like electric shocks and stuff. <laughs> like these gangers try to get into your sick van. Like it starts to like over the grill. You guys see like this armor start to flip up over the over the grill, and then it gets to the hood and just stops. <laughs> yeah. As you guys climb out of this van, Boz, you know that the path to to the research facility mm-hmm. is straight ahead, thirty meters. Okay. It just kind of ends. There's just a wall. And mm-hmm. you know that that's basically the wall of the research facility, basically, right there. Okay. okay. But it's like rough hewn stone. It's been mined out, sort of. You hear this giant sort of generator with a big fan whirring. Okay. And then straight ahead, you can see this wall through this tiny little narrow tunnel that you know is alongside the research facility. And then there's a fork to your left. Mm-hmm. You hear some rustling deep in the cavern and some kind of growling and shit. shit. Fuck, yeah. Here's the catch. D&D shit. The path leading straight ahead, the little tunnel, is a little too narrow for a troll. Mm. Tina may be able to squeeze through there. Straight ahead is too narrow. So you gotta go towards wow. the wrestling, huh? Ooh. You might be able to get in there, Tina, but it's basically like it's gonna be tight, very tight. Three and a half feet wide. Oh, shit. Okay. So Tina, you might be able to squeeze in sideways or something, but you're gonna be basically useless if something ever happened. Okay. Okay. She slides open the door on the car. She walks up, kind of stands in front of the headlights and turns back to them and just says, 
There's no way I'm getting through there. <laughs> but I think I can make it through this path to the left here. I think we should stick together. I don't think we should split up. That's my vote. Boss, what do you think? I don't know what that growling is. I don't like it, but I agree. I agree. I think we should stick together. I'll come back for the call later. I'm scared. <laughs> do we split up? <laughs> I love this. Tina turns to Boz and John and she says, you guys lead the way. I think John can lead. We're going to try and go through the narrow section straight ahead, it sounds like. Oh, you are? Oh. Or are you going? Oh, I thought we were. I thought, I thought we, we were, were going. turning too. This is perfect. Tina thinks she's emboldening these people to go forward. And then as you start to walk forward, everyone turns left and starts going left. Like you just completely <laughs> off on your speech. You get this big football rah-rah speech. And then everyone's like, all right, we're all sticking together. We're going this way. And she just kind of like turns <laughs> left and like follows you guys. And like, so yeah, that's what I meant. All right, so who's behind John and what order are you guys in? Probably Boz. Tina's going last. So you're walking down a path, this left pathway, and you're getting this scratching and this growling starts to grow louder and it's echoing down this cavern as you're walking toward it. Yeah. There's sort of these like long neon sort of like fluorescent light bulbs placed sporadically on the left and right side, just sort of like alternating each side every, every about 15 feet. As you get further in, they're kind of flickering and kind of dying. Okay. What is this? <laughs> I don't know. As you get to the end of this, you, you walk about, you know, maybe a hundred feet. Yeah. These lights are just, they're just not working anymore. And it just kind of fades into darkness behind you. And this, you can see that it sort of opens up the mouth of this tunnel, opens up into this sort of small cavern. Okay. And as you walk in, you just see these red eyes Fuck. looking at you from the shadows. A pair of eyes looking at you. And then another pair of eyes. And then another Shit. pair of eyes a little taller. And another little pair of eyes a little lower. Shit. Oh, what? Fuck. What? Surrounded. Tina shakes out the chain from her sleeve on her left side. And on her right side, she reaches down to her T-250 shotgun, unholsters it, <laughs> and just clenches down on the handle to be ready. This scuffing sound gets louder as they walk out of these shadows. And you see in front of you four gnarly looking ghouls. They've got ashen gray skin. Did you say ghouls? Ghouls. The flesh is hanging off their bones. Oh they gosh. smell like rotted dead human flesh. So Ugh. just so you guys know, they're not common. Boz, you've probably run into a couple of these mm -hmm. maybe in your past because mm -hmm. they, they are sort of they dwell in places like the underground. It's like but D, &D they, man. This is like, yeah, I didn't dude. realize Shadowrun had ghouls. Magic, baby. Magic meets man and machine. Oh, shit. These We don't have fuckers, any magic. They eat flesh. They're basically zombies. They've got fucking claws, and and they're and they're looking at you, and they look fucking feverish, like they've just been, they haven't seen anybody down here in forever. Well, shit. <laughs> and Tina just yells out, "You guys know where the lab is?" <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pink Fauxhawk. We'll see you next time. 